Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, my beautiful humans. So excited to chat today. I am so fired up actually because of this past conversation. And we're diving into all things around intuition, psychic abilities, and why it is so important for you to access your own God-given ability of your intuition of your psychicness, of your purpose. And our guest, Lindsay, here with us today, talks all about her journey with intuition and how it has dramatically increased the fulfillment, the purpose, the juiciness of her life, of her relationships, of her clients. And now she's turned this into a massive successful online coaching business and we're so 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 excited to have this conversation with you and I invite you to listen to this podcast with an open heart and an open mind whether you are learning and desiring to access more of your intuition and your psychic abilities or if you're listening to this conversation just being spiritually curious you're gonna get so many nuggets and Lindsay goes into the neuroscience of why it's so important to listen to your intuition especially as a business owner and as a person who is looking to live more wholesome it always comes back to our heart it always comes back to our truth so let's get right in hello hello my humans i'm so excited for this week i have a very special friend Lindsay schroeder on the podcast hi Lindsay. how are you i'm good i'm so excited to be here i can't wait yeah, we're I'm excited too because we you and I connected what on Instagram like three years ago, something yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then we did, I remember we like connected really well on shadow work and we did like a shadow work masterclass, which was really fun yeah. together. And then I think we kind of went our separate ways in a bit and then we kind of like refound each other this year. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to um chat with you, see what's like all new that you've been up to and and have you here to talk more about um, creating yourself and spiritual and intuitive development. Yeah. Oh, so many of my favorite topics. Yeah. And so 
For those listening and tuning in, Lindsay Schroeder is a spiritual wellness mentor and medicine woman with the company she founded, R&R. She is a priestess, sacred alchemist, energy worker, and healer. She supports soulpreneurs and spiritually curious beings in developing their intuition, reprogramming their paradigm, accessing their alignment, and leveling up their lives and business. Like, oof, we're here for a good episode. I'm I'm so stoked. So, Lindsay, tell us a little bit about the work that you do. And I'm very curious. And I know a lot of listeners here, spiritual wellness and then medicine. Like I know that we talk a lot about how medicine journeys can really enhance who we get to be and the work that we get to do. Um, But I would love to hear your story. How did you get into this work and being so, um, so delved into your path? Mm. Oh, I love the way that you put that, like already bringing Dharma into it of not just like what you're doing, but how your purpose is moving through your passion is moving through your business or your career, your entrepreneurship. And I've been extremely intuitive since I was little, but I had to like shut it down. I went to Catholic school forcefully until eighth grade. And Mm. I've been uh, like pansexual, polyamorous, like self-identified witch since I was like very little and it did not thrive in the Catholic school setting Mm. and so I like quieted it and as soon as I got to a space of like being out on my own being away at college I like took it up so quickly and never looked back when I first moved to Chicago after college I worked for a wellness facility and they staffed intuitives and I had never had any interaction with like true intuitives i had seen the like palm readers at the corner of you know whatever with the sign and stuff but i had never really interacted with someone who was like i do intuitive guidance lessons Mm. or i do unique modality energy healing or i dive into the akashic records or i know how to read auric fields and i just started to consume so quickly for myself and eventually through like part business of me like taking on so many roles there and part just serendipity healers move through spaces like that because you change so fast when you're on a self-growth journey so so many times we would need someone to like just do a couple card readings for an open house or just like do a crystal journey or do an aura therapy like guided session and i started taking these sessions just as like a business offering to help out what we needed and then people started wanting to see me instead of the staffed intuitives that we had And I was like, no, 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 it's just for me. Like I'm doing this stuff just for me. And as soon as I rounded that corner, which is now the like foundation of my business of actually shifting things, actually changing things in your life from knowledge into being, because I knew a lot of things, but the difference between knowing something in the mind and something existing as truth in your body, in your energy field, in your autopilot, in your paradigm. And once I started to like make those shifts consistently, I would identify something that I didn't like or wasn't enjoying or facets of the self or like doing that shadow work of like, oh, that's not my favorite that I said that or handled it in that way or did that thing. To be able to identify it, hold it, look at it, process it, shift it, and then actually reprogram it. So it's not just a shift in the moment, but like I'm actually reprogramming my paradigm. I'm reprogramming my subconscious. I'm reprogramming my nervous system. I'm actually like reprogramming for long lasting and like a different experience out there because I'm changing myself in here. Once I got that, 
I wanted to give it to everybody. So I went from like, oh no, it's just for me to like, I had a prescription pad of meditation and crystals and books and this, and was like handing it out to everyone. And my first like real client, which I didn't even realize, like we were in a full coaching program, mm. said to me like, this is what you need to be doing professionally. Wow. Like, if everything else like this is it i've been in therapy for so long and i know we were just like touching on that she was saying like i've been in therapy for so long and in several weeks of working with you and like really implementing and allowing you to support me in what i now call integration at the time she was like the, the doing of the doing the doings yeah. <laughs> like yeah. actually doing it and, and getting it right and and moving it a little bit when it's not perfect and making it personal for me and not just here's a book, read it. But like, here's how we digest this for me. Let me ex show you an example. And now let's talk about that digestion process and distillation process for you. Trying it on, how does it feel? What's working? What's not? Where's the resistance? What is that resistance showing us and telling us and teaching people how to process and integrate and implement? And I never looked back. I was like, um, how, how LLC, how business? <laughs> and I, I had, love that. I yeah, never loved anything enough to do that before. Mm, yeah. Business, like do your own business. And, yeah. and that happened so fast, so easily. That's beautiful. And I think a lot of us can resonate with it, with the degree of like doing something just for doing it and being curious and then realizing if this is a yes, this is a no. And so a few things that like you're sharing in your story around, um, you know, spirituality and like being an intuitive since you were like three years old, I think you said three mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, shutting it off. I think a lot of the times is, and I also uh, grew up Catholic too. I, my mom wasn't like a hardcore Catholic woman, but she was like, cool, go to the school. This is what you should do. Pray to God, et cetera, et cetera. And it just felt so forced. I never felt connected to God or Jesus. I think almost I created a rebellion against it because it was so enticed and forced. And I was like, this doesn't feel it for me. I don't know what this is. So I'm just not going to do it. I always did believe in a higher power. And every time I'd be in a rut, I'd always pray to God. It was like those moments God would come to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I think when we start to, and again, there's so many things that we can resonate with and translate from your story of like being confined, being held back from who you are to allowing yourself to really find who you truly get to be. And I think a lot of the work that um, I'm delving deeper into with the people that I'm working with and also in my own inner inner being is that there's so much that we've just kind of wrapped and in cellophane and so deeply oppressed ourselves. And now we're becoming more of, I think, becoming more triggered to who we get to be. And if like, if, if this is a yes, if this, is a, if this is a no. And so I think a lot of the times we get to choose what, what is our truth or what we want to be our truth, a, a big part of that. And so when you were, diving deeper into just like being part of the staff. Cause it's not like, it's interesting you say this too, because 
Um, I always knew that there were like intuitives that like would be hired at these places, but I never knew a wellness studio and the current wellness studio that I facilitate and teach breath work at, we have intuitive readings. We have incredible healers on staff. And it's just like, what? Like that is just so incredible to be a part of that um, be a part of that company and and seeing more of these wellness studios start to really see these healing modalities as not just woo woo and not just like alternative, but more of like sometimes to be truthful, like better, more enhanced, more connected with. Like I also work with people who um, are coming to me after therapy and it's like, there's a disconnect here from the Western to the Eastern. Like, can we start to be consciously aware of it? Because I don't think anybody needs to be in therapy for five years. I don't, I really don't. And so maybe that could be a different string that we talk (laughs) about later, but, um, coming back to when you were mentioning when you were working there. And so you were starting to really think about for yourself, creating a business. So did you, did you become a healer on staff or did you end up quitting and starting your own business? Like how did that translate from like desire and passion to like actual business opportunity? Yeah. So I worked at that wellness facility for about five years and developed so many different modalities for myself and was never like a hired intuitive on staff. I was definitely like the professional liaison. Like I was the buyer and I did all of our social media and I did like all these other things and was just like popping in for like open houses and doing this and and helping when we like didn't have it. And I, when I left there, I started offering several services just like on my own. I had gotten Reiki attunements and I had really taken to working with an aura therapy machine and doing crystal work and all these different types of things that like really stood out for me and were so easy and so natural. And I remember like trying to work with the aura therapy machine. I'm like, I can already see this. Like, wow, like I like, I see and feel and then getting the understanding of the clairs when I first realized or like processed that my main Claire is Claire Gustinens and like nobody talks about Claire Gustinens. Can you share that? Yeah, I've never heard that. So a lot of us are familiar with clairvoyance, clear seeing, being able to see something that a three-dimensional reality might say is not physically or matter-based there. Mm -hmm. And then we have things like Claire audience, like where someone will hear voices or hear messages. My main Claire is Claire Gustinens. It's actually about taste. So when for instance, a client is talking to me and they're like, okay, my goal is I want to go from 10K months to 50K months and this is how I want to do it and these are the programs. I will start getting a taste in my mouth that gives me a full picture of like vibrationally where they're at. Because I don't know if you've ever had like one bite drop you back into like a perfect yes. memory. Well, also story. Yeah, and so speaking like I, I got my NLP master prac uh, certification in June and a part of the sensory is gustatory. And we learn how to actually, um, subconsciously move things through that sense. So that makes literal sense that you like, that is a part of a gift. Wow. That is, that's really amazing. So, yeah. So that changed so much. Now I follow them. And a lot of times, like even my partners will reference like, oh, you're doing that thing with your mouth because I'll start to taste things and you can physically see me like processing it through as if it's truly like on my tongue. Gosh, wow. When did you, when did you start to notice that gift presenting itself? 
Wow. Let's see. <laughs> Take any back. Wait. Maybe like 2012, 2013, wow. somewhere around then. Wow. That's really incredible. And that's I would love to stay, I would love to stay on this for a second too, because yeah. um, I think that a, a lot of our listeners here um, are coming in here for like purpose and direction and moving through emotions and trauma. However, there is such a, there is such a part of ourselves that we dismiss, which is like the intuition. And Mm -hmm. I've been told I've also in my own spiritual journey have realized this truth that everyone has the abilities to be psychic and intuitive. I do feel that there is a level of degree in each person's soul contract of how far they can go and what their soul's purpose actually is versus others. However, when I've been on my spiritual journey, I've realized that it's not just, yes, it is a part of subconscious reprogramming, like the logical stuff and like really allowing yourself to see those belief systems that are no longer serving you and move through that trauma and emotion physically in the 3D realm. However, in ceremonies and also through my Reiki attunements, it's been so out of this world where it's been 40, it's been 5D, it's been 60. And I think sometimes it's so hard to contextualize the inner learnings of what that looks like, of like connecting with God, source, creator, creatrix, spirit guides, all the things. So Lindsay, I would love to, you know, take a moment, a good chunk of moment to talk about like the intuitive and the psychic abilities. And if you help your clients with um, enhancing those what are some of the things that like for us that we should be, that we can take away with enhancing yeah. our gifts and why that is a part of the healing process? I think that's yeah. a big part of it too. Yeah. Well, I'll start with this, that if you allow yourself to move more into your own intuitive capabilities, allowing yourself to flex the intuitive muscle on a regular basis, so to speak, you will make better decisions. Mm. So for the most scientific of you guys who are here for just like the very practical, the very technical, and you're like, ah, this might be woo. When they test CEOs and they've done like an actual test on this, and they test the intuition of CEOs, the CEOs who are progressing the best, making the best returns are the most intuitive because you're making better decisions. So even if you think about this as like, oh, I'm going to the gym for this extrasensory ability, this thing that science is catching up to us, science has affirmed, like we're not just matter, we're vibrating energy. Like we're all energy. Yeah. Than our bodies, we're bigger than our brains. Like there's something else here. and so much of what we are is this empty space so like science is helping us to understand it but when you kind of let go of oh it needs to be proven in a specific way and just allow yourself to go if i can hear whatever this is even without knowing what it is if i can listen to myself and you can go up as many dimensions as you want your human self all the way to your highest self if i'm able to listen to this i can make better decisions if i make better decisions i'll be able to get where i want to go have what i want to have be what i want to be with more efficiency so it is truly so beneficial for anyone and everyone to just open that awareness that like I have this capability and it could be supportive to me. It is supportive to me and allow, even if you're 
we can compare it to the gym. There's some of us who gym all the time and love it and have such a varied practice. And there are several of us who are like, I take walks and hot baths. Like that's really nice. But moving our bodies and keeping our health up from a physical standpoint is for everyone. Intuition is the exact same way. If there's somebody who's like, oh, I really love to row and you put them on a climbing wall, they might be able to do it, but it might not be as much fun or enjoyable or like your body does certain things easier. Intuition is the same way. Just like with meditation, finding the forms that really work for you, excite you, expand you, are easy for you or are difficult for you and develop a skill, you can grow yourself and you can prove this to yourself and show this to yourself. And it only benefits your life, whether you look at it from the most 3D perspective, all the way up to the most esoteric perspective. So like, I love to lay the foundation of like why intuition, even before expressing to people that they are intuitive, because then you kind of get this buy in of like, yeah, I'll take that skill set if I can have it, like whatever that looks like of just like, I'll answer this email or I'll do this thing first or like, I'll go this other way. Intuition is helping you make better decisions. I love that because you just bridge the gap from like neuroscience to spirituality. And I think that's so important. And when I was first starting my journey, I read Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe, and he bridges that gap so perfectly too. And I I love to um, give that book. I think everybody on this planet needs to read that book, but also specifically for clients I've worked with that are a little more logical brained. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm just more of an intuitive feeler. So I'm like, I I like that it makes sense. And I like the neuroscience behind it, but I'm also like, yeah, this works. This feels good. I I feel the connection. I see the evidence. So I don't, I'm good there. But for others that are like really more logical focus or left brain focus, this is such a incredible way to think about like we are literal energy and there's Mm -hmm. quantum physics. Like there's a whole dedication to science to back all of these studies up, you know? And so I love, I love what you were sharing around like the, the study of like, doing of of testing the CEOs and really recognizing like it's it it is intuitive and that's how they are progressing that's how we progress it's like I think I think every single person listening to this podcast episode can say that when we have in in moments when we've just followed the logical right step it's not the right step and we regret our decision versus like oh I knew that I knew that I should have done this instead and it's like okay Mm -hmm. that is a test from whoever you believe is in charge of the higher power saying, hello, that's another opportunity for you to come back and come back to your heart. So now that we've created that foundational layer and everyone is, you know, dropping more into the logical essence. So tell us a little bit about developing these gifts and like, what would be, I'm trying to think of how to say this mm-hmm. because I know everything happens organically, but I'm like, no, but there's been some steps. Like what would, what would you share with somebody who's like on that path of wanting to connect to their higher self or connect to their guides, whatever that is, like, what would be the first step in that path to yeah. create that connection? Yeah. And I, I think starting with like what you were focused on of like, oh, but you can't rush it or, oh, you can't make it happen faster. Yeah, you can just like with everything else. Like, you know, when we get really invested in something, you're like, oh, I'm going to binge all this content and I'm going to learn this thing. I'm going to do that stuff and I'm going to be consistent. You can do that with your intuition. I've watched people go through my three month program with like, I want to be intuitive and I'm not all the way to like, I'm channeling, I'm a medium. I can see energy. Like I'm reading tarot. I'm scribing now. Like I can use a pendulum. And like, 
Other times it's just, oh, now I write copy so fluidly I because I know how to turn my channel on. I know how to get to flow state and I can open myself up. And like when I look back at it, I know it's not all just like my human. I know I'm like allowing things to flow through me. So like whatever area you want to get to, like you can, like this is a muscle. We can grow this. And I think you already brought up my first suggestion, that moment where you're like, oh, I knew. My very first suggestion to everyone, when you are wanting to connect to your intuition and grow your intuition, write that down. Mm -hmm. Write that moment down. Write mm -hmm. it down when things stand out to you. Write it down when you get a message. Write it down when you hear something. Write it down when you see something. Write it down when you taste something. Write it down when you have that moment of like, I knew that. I knew who was going to call. I knew what that message was. I knew that that car was going to write it down. And maybe nine times out of 10, things don't connect. You in a commercial see that the umbrella stands out to you and you're like, oh, I think it's going to rain and you write it down and it doesn't rain. Maybe nine times out of 10, it's not going to make sense, but there will be ones that connect beyond a shadow of a doubt. And there is a very big difference from you looking into your phone and going, I knew that to just going with your own self, with no witness in your own mind, in your own head without saying it out loud. Oh, I knew that rats. I should have listened. When you write it down, guys, it makes such a difference because you're like, wow, what if all these other ones mean something? And I just don't know what they mean. I don't know how to attach them. Like you start to really expand your view from the trees to the whole forest and intuition becomes this landscape of empty space. And once you realize, oh, empty space is not empty space. It's space that's different. There's not nothingness here. There's spaciousness here. And then when we start to think about our own vibration, like we're picking up on things all the time. Our ability to interpret them is what we're growing. Mm. We vibrationally pick up on things all the time. How many times have we had a mood shift so rapidly for ourselves? Or like, Someone walks oh, into the room and we're like, ugh. Yes. That doesn't feel good. Like, you might not even see them and all of a sudden you're just like a little bit more irritated or like you're not as engaged in your conversation. You're like, what just happened? Because your vibrational field is always picking up so much. And every one of us does have the ability to connect more directly, more intentionally, more consciously with what's communicating with us. That be your belief in God, in a God structure, in a figurehead, in guides, in ancestry, in the Akasha, in just the above and beyond of micro movements and microaggressions, thoughts, thoughts are vibrating realities. So your ability to pick up on how someone's thinking about their interaction with you, all of these things are what we label now as intuitive hits. But at some point down the road, we're going to be able to prove like, what and where and why but like you said i don't need to figure that out now i'm just gonna like take the benefit from that because it helps my life be better mm. oh so many things to <laughs> really anchor into because i th i think this is where we can really start to get you know true true with ourselves and and look back at all of those moments and you know, sometimes it's like, as I, I've channeled a couple of times that have been really potent and I look back and I'm like, what was yeah. about that moment that I could channel so deeply? And I think it was just like this unwavering sense of trust of just like being able to drop in at that moment. And I think when we're talking about like the, the intuition, you know, I'm still reminded, especially cause it's like, I, I have personally been able to connect with my guides pretty frequently, but I think there's some logical part that's like, can I trust this? Is this right? Yeah. 
And so I love these like micro movements and these like really small nuances of take a moment. And when you felt that hit of like, I knew that write that down because that's going to help you process and help you really like, like almost bring the logic into it to, for it to make sense. Because sometimes we're just so like caught up in our head. And I think that can really kind of challenge us, especially as we're like trying to practice. And I think something else to think about too, is sitting with yourself in meditation once a day for like five to 10 minutes. Um, I've been doing that with like meditation music in my, in my ears, theta specific theta binarial beats and, um, and I mask. And that's Mm -hmm. been really helpful to channel and tune in. Even if it doesn't make sense, I write it down. And then I'm like, if I want to revisit it, I can, but that I think is helpful as well to strengthen that muscle. But so many things there of, yeah. of just really taking a step back and and really because I think every single every one of us are intuitive, but I think it just depends on our path. And so I do want to go a little bit deeper into a rabbit hole. <laughs> so as we're developing our gifts and connecting more with the truth of our intuition and our psychic abilities, um, how do you feel that people start to find more of their clairs or more of their path in the psychic realm in a way, because like I said, I, I feel from people I've just met and people that eat for you, for example, you're like, I've known since I've been three for me, uh, I'd say, you know, I'm 31 and I feel like my gifts finally turned on about a year ago. And I I think there's subtle hits in my younger Mm -hmm. years, but for, for people that are, you know, really wanting to get curious on their gifts, like, how do you, how do you find where, where your path is and like, not how far you can go, but how do you know the no? (laughs) Yeah. Like what's like, how do I, how do I find my sport? Like, how do I find which that? that, like, I'm just going to take to that. My body just understands. Like when we were little and we're trying out all the sports and you're like, okay, not soccer, not basketball, volleyball is mine. Or like, is mine. Yes. Intuition has that exact same thing. And one of the things that I love to share with people is varied practice and varied guidance, mentors, leaders, so that you have the opportunity to experience different things and see what you naturally take to. Mm. This is our picking up different balls, trying different sports, like jumping and taking a class. Like that's what I'm meaning by trying different experiences, going to a sound bath, being led in a meditation, trying a guided visualization, doing Akashic Records back. Because when you get exposed to something that's for you, it comes from an internal place. Like think about our jealousies, guys. We see so many things out there. Like with social media, we see a million and one things that we could want and we scroll through it like it's nothing until we get to something that's like, oh my God, I'm so jealous of that. Oh my God, I want that. Like, oh my God, look at that thing. And we feel it inside ourselves. It's not us going like, oh, that's something I should want to put on my list. No, it's an awareness of like, that is on a list I didn't even know that I had. I want to do that. I want to be that. I want to have that. And like, that is your intuition. That is what I call your magnetic core. And what I've learned as your magnetic core, which is so much more than just this life, this body, but it's a culmination of what you're constantly thinking about calling to what your soul is calling to what your vibration is connected to aware of interested in and it's helping direct you it's like that internal compass of like this is for you by lighting you up or getting you jealous or getting you curious or making it stand out a little bit more and then i love to recommend try different leaders guides mentors because everyone interprets things differently and some 
people, some leaders, some practitioners, their gift might be more energetic or their gift might be more mental. For instance, a lot of what is supportive to my clients is my ability to language things. So when we're in a vibrational space or when we're in a medicine space or when we're in their energy field or looking at their reprogramming, their rewiring, their paradigm, their aura, I can language the things that sometimes just feel like feelings for them that are so amorphous and so vague and so vibrational that they almost don't have language at all for like how do you how do you describe light how do you describe vibration and we're all like it's it just is it's vibey it's vibey yeah i start to put language here and they're like oh my god that is like how that felt and i'm like I help them identify how the intuition is coming in so that they feel that pathway and place the information that they got with that sensation. So then anytime you're aware of something, then you start to see it more. You start to become much more aware of it. So for instance, my last like gathering afterwards, I asked people like, how did that go for you? What did you experience? And one of my clients was like, wow, everybody's getting all these downloads and messages. All I did was see purple. And I had a channel transmission for her about purple and how it was the manifestation of all the things that she's been doing. Purple is the color of the crown chakra and it's helping get her closer to the absolute truth, God, source. And she receives her downloads just in vibrational alignment. All of a sudden she's just like, oh yeah, I am that kind of person now. I do that kind of thing now. And so she's getting close to like ultimate truth with moving up into this purple color being lifted by this light and it's just starting to offer her all the answers but in a very vibrational way now without having different teachers and leaders and the practice that we went through to create the space for her to see that the space for her to share that and the space for her to receive that transmission and understand wow, purple is a really big intuitive message for me. This is what it means, leaning into that. After we wrap that session, so many other things have happened for her and she has tapped into her intuition in a new way because we reframed a nothingness. So like, oh, this mm. it's not working. And I'm like, but what if it's we working? And just what if it was working? Let's consider that. Let me give you a different perspective, try it on inside your body, see if it fits. And for some of us, it might not fit or it might not fit yet. I've had so many clients, like two years later, they're like, I've gone through all my coaching calls again. And oh my God, this and this and this that I wasn't ready for at the time now dropped in. And like, that's how intuition is. It's so multifaceted. It's so layered. It's so nuanced. It's It's so so unique to each person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it sounds like from what you're saying to if you're if you're spirit, I love what you use, spiritually curious. I love mm-hmm. that. If you're spiritually curious and you're wanting to delve deeper and in, in, in open your intuitive and psychic abilities, you're saying basically try all the things like go to workshops, go to practitioners, see what feels really good, connect with your heart, your intuition and say, does this feel like something I want to explore? Or does it not? And I feel, and I, I I resonate with that personally too, because it wasn't like I woke up one day and I was like, I'm ready to open my intuition and become psychic. Like, no, not at all. Um, it was more of like, <clears throat> excuse me. I, after my awakening, it was like, I started doing a lot of shadow work on myself, mm-hmm. researching what shadow work was. This is like when you and I met. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it was like, out of nowhere, it was like mushrooms. psilocybin. Yep. It was like, yep. what? And then I, 
it was, it was just so wild. Cause I was like, all right, universe, tell me mm-hmm. like if I meant to do these mushroom things. And then I met a friend that I haven't seen in a year at the dog park. She was hosting psilocybin ceremonies. I was like, this is divine. Yeah. So I, I do resonate with a lot of, you know, try things and see how they feel for you. And with Reiki, which was my next like energetic attunement, I feel mm-hmm. after the mushroom in the beginning of 2021 or end summer, um, it was like this, I was doing breath work. I was a breath work facilitator. And there was something I kept seeing of just like placing my hands over people. And I'm like, what is that? And I'm like, is this like a, like healing modalities, this energetic work? Like I just, I didn't have context. Reiki never crossed my mind. And then I did an intuitive reading because I was at a crossroads. And I, I, again, I've always been the person that like sought out coaches versus intuitives at the moment. And so someone recommended this woman in my, in my town, I went, um, and realized that I I asked her, I'm like, Jenny, I see this vision of myself. Could this be Reiki? And she's like, yeah, I'm hosting a, um, an attunement for level one next week. And I was like, what? So I love what you're sharing in the essence of trying things on to see what feels good. Even if it's like, I don't know if I want to do it myself, but this feels good. I want to explore sound. What does that feel like? I think, and the more that I think about this out loud, a lot of my intuitive friends, or even if they're like, doing like sound mastery or sound baths, whatever. It's always been something they've felt within themselves first. Yes. That's powerful. And so all intuition is going to do is teach you how to listen to what feels good mm. because what is resonant when you talk about us being vibrational beings, like we are truly more of a tuned frequency, the vibration between that tuning fork than we are physical matter. Like Mm. we are truly just a vibration. So how you affect your vibration, where your vibration is at, like attracts like. So I'm calling in what I am. So shifting what we are allows us to shift the external reality. And so like that's how I approach my own coaching work of like, let me show you how to create actually create and then sustain a different vibration so let's talk about what is your goal who do you want to be what do you want to have what do you want to experience now let's create that vibrational feeling that vibrational experience within your mind within your body within your energy so much so that you can like taste it and you can feel it and you can smell like it is experiential it is embodied because our body is just experiencing our vibration and when you vibrate at that frequency, you call that thing in. And that's how we collapse time. That's how we play with the fourth dimension by like bending time and space. Because when you resonate at that frequency, you there's nothing besides pulling it to you. You are just speeding it up. I love that. And I and again, I can personally resonate with that too, because I think a lot of the times knowing that we're all spiritual beings, knowing that we have these intuitive gifts in whatever regard you want to think about them. I think there's like this level I'm bringing a little bit more like left brain here, but I think there's a level of accepting them and really following your heart and allowing yourself to really be okay with what your soul, your heart, your intuition, whatever you want to call it really wants from you. And so one we're like when we are turning on our intuition and we're seeing mentors, we're going to workshops, we're really kind of figuring out our our path forward. 
why do you feel like it's so important to turn on our intuition as human beings? Because I know there's like, you know, some of us just in this world will always just stay at that 3D level and just be completely unconscious. I know everyone listening to this podcast is not, they're doing their own inner work, but why do you feel like it's so important for us to take a more spiritual led path, regardless of if it's going to be a part of your business or not? Why do you feel like that's so important for us to really know how to turn on our psychic and intuitive abilities? Because it's yours. And like Mm -hmm. we are, whatever you believe in, expressing itself in physical form. So whether that's just all the way down to the scientific, okay, energy can't be created or destroyed. So we're all just different permutations of energy expressing it through, you know, through for us, a human body, all the way up to, you know, the belief in soul and spirit. And like, we are part of God or source, and we're just a facet of source expressing itself. It is yours. Your intuition is yours. So whether you see life as a single life and how much you can learn and how much joy you can hold, like if you truly see this as, wow, it's finite. Like I I live in this body and when I die in this body, like that's it and it's all contained, then how much pleasure, how much enjoyment, how much expansion, how much learning, how much experience, how much beauty I can contain in that space, that's the goal. Or if you see it as, you know, I'm moving through lessons, I'm learning earth is a school and I might go through several bodies or several iterations or several different like expressions of vibrational self. Why would I not want to maximize that experience? Because energy, so much energy doesn't get to express itself as a human with conscious choice, with free will, with the ability to eat things and taste things and love other people and feel other people and merge energies. Like when you are a tree or when you are dirt or when you are water, you don't get to express in that same way. So how would we how would we want to choose anything other than more expression, more presence, more consciousness, more beauty? Because more fulfillment in life, yes. relationships, mm-hmm. lifestyle, money. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think it's like what you're also speaking to is like, yes, like the feel good feeling of listening to your heart's desire. That's the way that I like to channel it. And it just, it's like a euphoric, like I'm living my life to the fullest. Yes. And also it's the sense of like giving yourself permission to fully live full out. A lot of the times we're just in this, in this opportunity, like, you know, people are in this opportunity, opportunity. A lot of people are in this experience where they're like just settling mediocre, like life's just this. You don't have to love your job. You don't have to do this. And it's like when you, and I coming back to the um, part of our conversation, when you were talking about like that envy, that jealousy, it is just a chord struck that there's a part of you that shadow that is desiring that thing. Otherwise you would have complete neutrality over it. So instead of like feeling like, I don't have to have that, or I don't need that. It's like, tap into your heart, your intuition, whatever that is your gut and ask yourself, is that something that I want? And I believe Connecting to your intuition and your psychic abilities will lead you to that path. And yeah, collapse time because I've Mm -hmm. seen it because we're able to really connect with our higher self, which our higher self, if if we believe it, is all that we desire to be. Mm -hmm. So if we can connect higher with them, then yeah, we're going to get the things that we want quicker. And it just, I feel that my spiritual path has opened me up so much more to the, to the, 
juiciness of life of what I get to have, what I get to be not like holding back of my, my like 3d form or like these behaviors or belief systems and knowing that like, I'm moving through that. I'm going to get through that thing so that I can be this thing and Mm -hmm. being so deeply connected with my intuition. And as it's developing day after day, it's really allowed me to be the most authentic version of myself. Yeah. You're consciously creating who you are now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that is one of the greatest feelings that not only have I stumbled into or uncovered who I am, found this piece, but I've chosen these pieces. Like I've looked at the things that I found in and of myself and I've gone, I choose that. Yep. I'm going to keep going with that. I choose that. Or wow, I don't choose that. I'm going to put that down. And I might have to put that down several times and rewire several times because of how I was programmed or how I was raised or how I've been brought up or how I've like imprinted these other things. But like, I get to choose whatever I'm not changing, I'm choosing. And like, mm-hmm. when we take this conscious when role, we pause for a minute. Can we come back to what you just said? Yeah. If I'm not changing, I'm choosing. Yeah. Once you are aware, you're like, okay, this is my pattern. Or, you know, a lot of people will come to you when they're fed up with a pattern of like, okay, I'm tired of doing this, or I'm tired of procrastinating, or I'm tired of drinking, or I'm, I'm tired of letting my partner down, or I'm tired of these, you know, high dollar months, low dollar, like I'm tired of it. And I'm like, okay, well, can we acknowledge that like, you have been choosing this pattern in some way, shape or form. It doesn't necessarily mean consciously, but like in some way we are choosing this because our outward expressions are a reflection of our inner expressions. So let's go inward and find what part of you actually desires that, really wants that, feels safe and secure in that, mm-hmm. get some sort of benefit from it. Like, And then we can address it, we can identify where we are and then you get to choose oh, you know what? I do really, yeah, a couple of those facets. I really like those. I'm going to keep working through that. Or no, I want this thing more than I want those things. Now I can make an informed, consistent, conscious choice and allow myself to be someone new so that I can have something different. Mm. I love that so much. Oof, that's powerful. And I think it's just it's a part of our DNA to connect yeah. to our spirituality in whatever that feels for you. And I always like to keep that open-ended because what, what, what is true for me may not be true for you. I know that what I've got to experience through my spirituality, people, thank you, Rilo. He's agreeing with me, <laughs> um, has been really life-changing and it's just uncovering more of my soul's purpose and path and, the more that you open yourself up to connecting with your heart, your intuition, it will lead you always in the right path. You just have to get out of the head, out of the logical brain sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like intuition doesn't always make sense. And I keep reminding myself of that, reminding people that are, you know, moving through this. And I'm like, it doesn't have to always make sense. Like love, for example, it's just a vibration. It's a feeling you can't pull it up in your hands and say, this is love. Mm -hmm. But yet we all universally know what love feels like. So can you apply that same concept of, of that, that structure, that concept into actually feeling that you can trust your intuition? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And we're both like, uh. (laughs) Um, Lindsay, this was such a beautiful conversation. And so I'd love to hear, we'd love to hear how we can connect with you and 
Is there anything fun that you're working with or working on that we can maybe get involved with? Yeah. So I would love to talk to all of you. My main channel of interaction is definitely Instagram. So you guys can follow me at our and R O U R A N D A R E. I would love for you to drop me a message. Let me know you listened to the podcast episode. Ask me an intuition question. Tell me an intuitive story. Tell me that time where you're like, oh my God, I knew. Oh my God, I did this thing. This thing came through for me. What have you seen? What have you felt? I love nerding out about that. I have, I always have a freebie up on my link in bio on my Instagram. So I love to offer different ways for people to, like I've encouraged, experience different things. So one of my um, freebies is a guided more than meditation. And it is a mini training on how to hold more pleasure in the mind and body and energy. And then it's a deep inward journey. So it's guided. It also involves sound healing and energy work, and it allows you to experience how to get into a theta brainwave state and really drop in a lot of my work is helping you to clear that channel so that you can experience white intuition those musings those downloads the a more than you that given the answer instead of having to like create or research or find the answer just having that answer drop right in perfectly packaged and you're like i get it it makes sense that's perfect because we only as humans can take in so many bits of information and like we are 206 bits and we consume 2 million bits per second like it's <laughs> you're, you're not able to see it all you're not able to interpret it all and yet whatever you believe in whether that's just vibration outside of you or all the way up to a god and absolute truth there is more out there that has intelligence to it, awareness to it, magic and creativity to it, why wouldn't you wanna like allow those things to just show up for you? If the big questions that you had, the answers came easier, more fully formed, and you didn't have to worry about the how so much, how would that shift your life? Like, I love to look at intuition that way. Mm. Okay, well, everyone go download that. that link and that'll be in the show notes as well. Lindsay, thank you so much for sharing your insight, your intuition, your wisdom, your experience um, in this podcast. It definitely gave me new insights on how to continue expanding my gifts and hope, hopefully leaving everyone with an opportunity to enhance theirs. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was such a good conversation. Mm, what a powerful episode coming on here just to lovingly remind you that we now have a question form to fill out. So if you would like your question answered, or if you would like to hear more specific topics or hear from specific guest experts, I'm really inviting you to go to the show notes, click the link for the question form and fill out your question. It can be completely anonymous. This just helps me craft and curate the best conversations with expert leaders and also solo episodes. So again, thank you for your participation, your interaction, and listening and supporting this podcast.